BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Life-changing moments, life-changing people. Because on With Wit, very little is off limits. Hi everyone, welcome to With Wit. Thank you so much to everyone who has stuck by me during this podcast. As I have said before, becoming a podcaster has not been a natural journey for me. I've had to really practice and put a lot of work into this and I really could have never made this happen without all of you guys. So returning subscribers and new listeners, thank you so much. And if you haven't yet, subscribe so you don't miss an episode and also rate and review so I can hear what you think. Today, I am going to share my conversation with Dr. Robin Burson. Dr. Burson is the founder and CEO of Parsley Health, the nation's largest holistic medical service. She founded Parsley Health to address the rising tide of chronic disease in America through personalized holistic medicine that puts food, lifestyle, and proactive diagnostic testing on the prescription pad next to medications. Parsley is available nationwide via telemedicine and has beautiful centers for in-person care care in New York and LA. Dr. Burzen attended medical school at Columbia University and trained in internal medicine at Mount Sinai Hospital in New York City. She is recognized as one of 100 most innovative women in business by Inc. Magazine and has been praised by Fast Company for founding one of the world's most innovative companies. I absolutely love talking to Dr. Burson. She is so smart, so empowering, really wanted to get into what holistic care actually looks like and how we should be looking at the long game as opposed to just prescribing things and really looking into diet and lifestyle as opposed to just like the 15 minutes that you have with your regular doctor. Like you actually have time with your doctor. They want to know all the details about your life and really dig into any kind of chronic illness. So it was very, very informative and motivated me to want to get blood work done so that I could figure out if I'm eating the right things, doing the right things and preparing my body for a possible second pregnancy. So here is my chat with Dr. Robin Burson. I'm just so interested in how like 
the evolution of the beginning phase of some of a woman's career, because the more women that I interview, the more I realize like how the paths that go like all over this zigzag up and down, like it's not, you know, and especially for someone like you, who's a doctor who everybody thinks like, oh, this is this journey that you have to know that you want to be when you go to college, because it's a certain amount of years and blah, blah, blah. So you graduated med school. And then what did you do? Well, so I did regular medical school. So I went to Columbia, New York city, very conventional medical training, nothing holistic about it. Amazing people, amazing place, amazing foundation. Went to Mount Sinai for internal medicine training. So, you know, to the goal of being a standard doc, I wasn't, didn't want to specialize. Like I knew I didn't want to be a cardiac surgeon mainly because like my level of hand-eye coordination should never be seen in an operating room ever anywhere. Like there's also people who are really good for that. I am not one of them. <laughs> That's like so specific. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very specific route, um, not my route. So, you know, it's good to see along the way what you don't want to do, which mm-hmm. can be as attractive as what you do want to do. And I think that, you know, that theme really tied for me a lot. Cause it just, when you talk about women finding their way, sometimes I talk to women who are aware, like I was in that age where I, I was lost and it could be hard to know what to say yes to. Mm-hmm. But I think sometimes if you start with, well, what am I saying no to? Like, what do I not want to do? And why do I not want to do that thing? Like, it's not that cardiac surgery isn't valuable and wonderful. It's that, you know, it requires a certain temperament and skill set. And there are people in my class who absolutely had that. And I was just not one of them. So I was like, okay, I need a field that operationalizes my life a little differently. Right. And I'd had these sort of encounters along the way with um, some of the people like Dr. Mark Hyman, who's quite famous, who founded the Institute for Functional Medicine. And he had actually sent me the Institute for Functional Medicine's textbook and said to me, don't get brainwashed in med school. So I had, to your point, these sort of mentors or influences along the way that just sort of like tweaked me a little bit here, tweak a little bit there in terms of what I was in. So by the time I got out of training, I was pretty clear from everything I'd seen in training. First of all, I had an amazing education, but what I saw just day in and day out was most people in their lives are suffering from the effects, right? The, the symptoms, the pain of these kinds of diseases we're all living with for like decades, Mm -hmm. high blood sugar and heart disease and migraines and hormone issues and infertility and depression and skin issues and all this stuff. And that we were sort of managing these things with medications, but that we were doing kind of a bad job in medicine of really addressing these things or helping people actually get better. And that a lot of my training, I felt like, especially out in the, in the clinic, meaning not in the hospital setting where people are, you know, on desk door potentially, but like medical settings, people aren't on desk door, but they're coming in and out and they're getting help and they're getting prescription drugs. And I just felt like I was handing people stacks of prescriptions because in those days you printed out four to a page again, dating myself, but this is actually not that long ago. It was like 2011 and 10 years ago, and you're printing out prescriptions four to a page, and you would hand somebody three, four, five pages, four prescriptions each for these medications, for all the things I just said. And I would have a 15 minute visit with somebody and two of my minutes would be printing and signing these scripts. Right. And like, even in 15 minutes, how, how big of a picture can you really get of like what the person's lifestyle looks like, like really looks like. None of it, right? Yeah. We as humans are 
whole creatures, right? We are dynamic. We are not a set of organs like heart and brain and lungs and gut that don't talk to each other. All of that stuff is interconnected. But if you have 10, 15 minutes with someone and you're just trying to rapidly like re-prescribe them a bunch of pills. Or like get rid of pain or whatever's like the quick fixes. Yeah. 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 The most pressing possible thing. Right, right. You never have time to get to all of that. And what I left that training was and what inspired me to start Parsley Health was, okay, there's another way of doing medicine out there. There is this way Dr. Mark Hyman had showed me through the textbook. And then I actually spent a year working in some practices that practiced in this more holistic way where we spend time with the patient, where food is medicine, where you prescribe the drugs you need to prescribe and you run really sophisticated, cool testing, but that you're really understanding the whole person and trying to help them get better. And I was like, all right, that's awesome. This should exist. Like this is there, but like, this is not available to the average person. And so for me, it was like, let's not throw away all the amazing things I learned in my medical training, but let's take that And then let's take this more holistic view that would have helped my grandmother can, you know, if she had had somebody more hands-on and and more focused on prevention and getting her colonoscopy and changing her diet and getting her off. And that would help the millions and millions and millions of people, the kinds of which I saw coming in when I was in my medical training who were not getting the help they need. And so it was all these like stops along the way that kind of drove me to say, like, could we create something that looked different? And now a word from one of our sponsors. Esme Skin Minerals is vegan, cruelty-free, and Australian-made. Esme makes the most amazing cleansers, serums, oils, masks, foundations, and so much more. So you really should go on to esmeskin.com, E-S-M-I-S-K-I-N.com, because it really is such an amazing, inclusive website where you can shop by concern. So you actually type in the kind of skin you have and it gets really detailed. And you also have a customer care support so you can ask them any specific questions since I know skin is so specific. What I did was I went to the concern for fine lines and wrinkles because that's what I feel like is my biggest issue right now. And their anti-aging treatments are awesome. They have this anti-aging serum that's so, so good. It's packed with multi-action age fighters, including Revolutionary Snap 8, which is a lightweight serum that lifts and tightens, reduces wrinkle depth, and moisturizes the eye area. Like I've always told you guys, eyes are my eh when it comes to aging. Not sure where to start? No problem. Like I said, start a free live chat with their skin service specialist through our website and they can guide you through a free personalized skincare plan and help you work through your concerns. Shipping worldwide is free and super fast shipping when you spend over $50 USD. They have super high quality ingredients to achieve really, really amazing results. So use code WITGIFT. This is a limited time offer. Use the code WITGIFT. Jump online and spend over $60 and receive a free full-size original uncomplicated cleanser as a gift with purchase. Offer valid from May 17th to June 6th. All right. And now back to our show. Okay. So let's talk about the quote brainwashing that Mark Hyman was, you know, was talking about and also then going into the holistic thing, like what that actually means. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think, I think a lot of our medical industry our medical industrial complex as it sort of now is, has come out of history, right? It's come out of a past where the focus is on keeping you alive. 
And that was like the most important thing if you think about, you know, the early part of the 1900s or even after World War II and surgeries and antibiotics were life-saving treatments. And we need all of that. And all of that is the most amazing part of medicine. But it's not enough. It's not adequate in a world where we're living much longer and in a world where most of our diseases are diseases that aren't killing us overnight or in a week, they're killing us over decades. And we are slowly poisoning ourselves and living ourselves sick. And I would say that it's not so much that medicine is, is just trying to brainwash people, but it's sort of stuck in this place of wanting to always be in life-saving mode. Uh, and we need a form of medicine that meets the needs of today's reality, which is to be in health generation and health optimization mode. And we need to be reversing these chronic illnesses because a lot of these things that we're dealing with that drive 90% of our healthcare costs, like you hear everybody be like, we spend too much on healthcare. Mm-hmm. You're like, well, okay. Well, what are you we- like? Well, also, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like, okay, do you spend too much on healthcare? But then like, how are you affecting the system? How are you taking care of yourself so that you don't necessarily have to spend that much on healthcare? Right. And like, not to make the patient, the, the one at fault here at all, but it's right. like, there is some responsibility obviously on our side to like take care of ourselves. And I think probably a lot of this, what it sounds like to me is like as humans, it's so much tougher to do the hard work, to like put in the work, to eat healthy, to take the time, to have like the reward after a long time of working. So when you go to the doctor, you kind of have that mindset already. Like you're like, oh, just make me better. Like, just tell me what to take. Just tell me what to do. Just like, I want to be better as soon as possible. And I think that is probably, it's, it's not like there's necessarily something like totally wrong with that. It's just maybe not the most sustainable long-term approach to keeping everybody healthy as long as possible. Like I look at my dad too. My dad died when he was 62. He had kidney cancer. He had this, this cough thing for years. And we were like, we need to go get it checked out. And he would go to get it checked out and nothing would really, nothing, no one could see anything. And he had a really bad diet. And he then got, finally got scanned and got diagnosed with stage four kidney cancer that had been there for a while and that no one had seen. He died after a year from his diagnosis. And during that year, he did so many different trials, so many different things. I I wonder still, obviously to this day, all the time, like if he hadn't done all of those things, would he have lived longer? And just, you know, it's like when you're, and this is getting a little off topic, but when you're so sick like that, like how do you make that decision especially as a family member or doctor, like, listen, you could have a couple more years with them or we could try to fix this now. And there's like a slight possible chance that they're going to be okay. Like it's just, yeah, I'm sorry. You know, those decisions are really, really hard. Mm -hmm. And there's often in those cases, like no right answer. right? Right. And that's where, that's where I want all of our medical research and dollars to go is on life cancer treatments. Right. And for, the types of new immunotherapies that are going to put chemotherapy and radiation like in the wastebasket forever, which are difficult treatments. And we're getting there, right? But we don't spend most of our money in healthcare on that. We spend money on the other stuff, which is what most people have, which is totally fixable, right? Which is your heart disease, your blood pressure, your blood sugar, your migraine, your we help women 
every month at Parsley get pregnant without IVF who were told they would never get pregnant without it. That's $40,000 in a year of your life, right? And the reason we're able to do all of these things is we look at the body holistically and we say, okay, there's, there's things that you're not always going to be able to control where, you know, the drug therapies we need desperately to be able to be more sophisticated and smart to actually prolong life that would have helped, helped your dad. But instead we're spending all our time and energy on medicating these conditions that can largely be reversed, but we don't treat them like they can be fixed. We just treat them like they can be managed with an endless pile of drugs. And that's how you have people 60 and over on like 10, 15 meds at a time, which is totally unsustainable. And I think our generation is saying, like, we don't want that. That's not like the end game that we're going for here, people. And I think to your point, like we in this country do not have a value set around personal health. To me, it's not at all about responsibility. It's about when you're a kid, we teach you how to tie your shoes and brush your teeth, right? Like those are non-negotiables. You're like not going to get out of like through kindergarten or whatever without that. But whether you're, you know, rich or poor, black or white, live in the South or the North or the East or the West, you do not, as part of our education system and our culture, learn how to take care of your body, the only vehicle you will ever have for life in a way that generates health and doesn't just end up sick, right? Through the foods that you eat, which, you know, it's cheaper in most cases to buy groceries and go to the grocery store, although not everybody has unfortunately access to that. Right. We have a system that promotes disease. And so then you have all these people and you're like, well, we're way past responsibility because no people, no one even knew growing up that they were making a choice. Mm-hmm. And when you're twenties and thirties, they still don't know that you're making a choice. And we've said as a society, it's okay. It's okay to basically poison yourself for decades unknowingly, and then to clean up the damage with drugs and procedures like later. Mm -hmm. And that not only doesn't work from a cost perspective, which is like the big argument you hear, we spend too much money, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, even more important than that, if we're going to spend a lot of money on something, I think it might as well be healthcare. Yeah, a hundred percent. I always think like the personal health, all that stuff, like whenever it comes to that, yeah. (laughs) Like versus like, you know, nuclear arms or whatever. Like we have this myth that we don't have enough abundance to spend it on healthcare, I think is total BS. Mm -hmm. The problem with us living in this way that's driving us to illness day in and day out is that we spend decades of our lives feeling like crap, depressed, anxious, in pain, dealing with these chronic issues on meds. And we're told that that's just sort of like normal. And so in my career as a doctor and in the work we do at Parsley, the goal is to say that this is not normal. And it's not that we can wave a magic wand and cure everybody's chronic illness, but we can either in some cases help them cure it and in other cases help them feel better in the years and decades with which they live with it. Mm -hmm. And that's where we need just more focus. And now a word from one of our sponsors. So Hooked on Phonics, which I'm sure you've heard about because it has been around forever, nearly 35 years, is the most trusted program to help kids learn to read, which is why I'm deciding to get their program for Sunny. He's a little bit young to really obviously be expecting him to read, but their program really enables him to learn the tools to prepare to be a reader. Finding the right program to help your child learn to read can obviously be daunting and you have to find something that's both engaging and proven to get results. So knowing that Hooked on Phonics has been around for so long and is so trusted 
did has really made me feel like I'm making the appropriate choice. So basically, they have this learn to read curriculum that uniquely combines an amazing app with hands-on learning materials shipped to your home every month. So with Hooked on Phonics, you get unlimited access to their reading app, along with workbooks that give your child essential hands-on practice to reinforce the skills they're building in the app. Lessons take just 20 minutes or less, and the curriculum is guaranteed to help your child learn to read. I'm so excited to get Sunny into it. Give your child the confidence that reading brings with Hooked on Phonics. Visit hookedonphonics.com slash with wit and receive your first month for just $1. That's Hooked on Phonics, hooked on P-H-O-N-I-C-S dot com slash with wit to get your first month of Hooked on Phonics for just $1. Hookedonphonics.com slash with wit for just $1. And now back to our conversation. So Parsley Health is obviously, it's a semi-new kind of idea, right? And I feel like you guys were some of the first people to do it. And now there are some other type of situations like that. But talk to me about the holistic approach that you guys have and just about what Parsley Health is in general, because I feel like a lot of the people in LA and New York would know what it is. But I think it's important that everybody knows that this is out there and start having these types of conversations. Uh, So holistic medicine, Parsley Health is actually the largest holistic medicine service in the country, possibly the world, but I can't say for sure. Uh, (laughs) And uh, so cool. Um, And what that means is that we put nutrition and food and mental health and fitness and lifestyle on the same prescription pad alongside medication. So it's not about natural or the highway. We're not going to reiki away your UTI. It's about using prescription drugs and referrals to specialists when necessary. Mm-hmm. You're over 50, please get your colonoscopy. Like my grandmother didn't, it could be life-saving, mm-hmm. but then we're also going to treat the whole body mm-hmm. and we're going to do that in a much more comprehensive way. So it's not anti-conventional medicine or anything like that. All of our doctors are board certified conventional doctors. And the other piece that's a little different from your, what you have expected at your regular doctor is that we spend more time with you you know, our visits are like an hour long and we also have health coaching included in our membership and we do a lot of cool testing. So we're testing blood tests and sometimes cool saliva tests and urine tests and microbiome and genetics. Uh, And we're kind of going above and beyond there because we want to be proactive about your health, not reactive. So I would describe holistic medicine in general, not just, not just at parsley as a more proactive approach to health one that includes nutrition and lifestyle and your context and who you are along with prescription drugs and one that's a little bit more high touch. And so that's the way we do it. And we find that our members get better. They feel better. If they don't get better, they at least have a partner helping them along the way. And it's just kind of a different way of experiencing medicine from what we all kind of grew up with. Yeah. So we're a nationwide service. We're online and people work with us when they either have one of two issues. They either come to us with a diagnosis of a chronic condition, something they've been dealing with, meaning that a diagnosis just means a doctor somewhere gave it a name. And it's usually the big things we treat are female hormone imbalances. We do a lot of fertility work. Uh, We do a ton of heart health, blood sugar, weight, that kind of thing. We do a ton of gut health and GI issues, which are poorly kind of taken care of out in the world. We do a lot of autoimmune disease. That's things like lupus, rheumatoid arthritis, Hashimoto's, thyroid issues. We do a lot of 
hormone balances I covered. And then interestingly, we do a lot of mental health. So a lot of people, most people don't neatly fit into these buckets where they're like, I have a gut health issue and nothing else. Most people have also some anxiety or depression or fatigue, or maybe they have a thyroid issue and a gut issue. So we tend to deal with a lot of those types of chronic illnesses. The other bucket of people that comes to us are the people that don't yet have, have a diagnosis, meaning a doctor has not given you a name of something, but you don't feel well. And we're kind of the investigative journalists of medicine. We do the testing and we help figure out what it is. And people always ask, well, if you're online, how do you do the testing? How do you prescribe things? And I'm like, well, we can order you a blood test to any Quest or LabCorp or local lab in the country. We can send a prescription to your pharmacy anywhere, CVS, whatever it is. And we can send you, we even do at-home testing. So we send you test kits at home. So literally like you don't have to leave your house or you can just do locally everything and you can still work with us. And so tens of thousands of people are working with us across the country, either dealing with better managing their chronic condition or feeling better or better understanding their bodies. So is it more for understanding your chronic condition or is there an opportunity to basically just be a patient of like, have an internist, you know, do your regular checkup and everything? Yeah. And if you're like, nothing's wrong with me, I feel perfect, which I would argue I've yet to meet the human who can honestly say that nothing to improve. (laughs) I want to meet that person. I want to meet that person, but um, but if you're not coming for any particular reason, but you just want to get testing and you want to get a personalized nutrition plan, a yeah. personalized supplement plan, like kind of basic stuff, especially in your early twenties. Yeah. We do a lot of that too. So we have a lot of people who come for what I call health optimization, longevity, uh, just understanding their bodies better, figuring out what foods and supplements are right for them. A lot of the people that are listening to this, especially, you know, my followers have a lot of infertility, like conception, hormonal issues. Obviously my followers are like 95% female from the ages of 25 to 35. So those are the issues they're dealing with. And I think that it's, will be so helpful and beneficial for them to understand that there's a resource like this. I love that age and a lot. So more of our members are women than men. We do see men, but more of our members are women And for that age group, I'm 39. um, So, and I have a couple babes. um, And so, you know, I've, I've, I've been there. And what I would say, that age group, the the two things that are so important, first of all, you probably don't have a primary care doctor. And if you do, you're seeing them pretty superficially and you're getting like a couple blood tests a year, and maybe you see them for 15 minutes. We do a lot of fertility and preconception work. And this is my message to everyone listening. If you are whatever in your twenties and your thirties, and at some point you think you want to be pregnant, year, at least a year before you want to get pregnant, you have to start diving into your health. There is so much avoidable and reversible impaired fertility. So this is what happens. You go to GYN and the GYN is like, cool, everything's fine. You know, if you want to get pregnant at some point, like if it takes you longer than like three or six months, like maybe you have a problem and go get, see an IVF doctor. And then all of these people are going from what I call zero to 60 or zero to IVF without anyone intervening in between and being like, why are you having trouble getting pregnant? Why didn't you get your cycle back after you went off the pill? And for women in this age group who are often on hormonal birth control for like a decade or longer, the pill is not your period. The pill is covering up your hormones. And so you can't even do hormone testing when you're on the pill, because when, if I test your blood or your saliva or your urine for your hormones, I'm not going to see you. I'm going to see the pill. Right. And so there's a huge opportunity. And so what happens is People get off the pill or people get off of whatever, and they 
uncover or unmask the underlying stuff, the polycystic ovarian syndrome, the thyroid issue, the blood sugar issue, the autoimmune issue. And these are all the things that are often fixable or addressable or treatable that will allow someone to get pregnant healthfully on their own without necessarily needing IVF. And then if you need IUI or IVF, great. So grateful for these technologies. Amazing. How awesome that we have this. What breaks my heart is how many women have these underlying health issues that just get ignored. And guess what? Pregnancy does not magically cure your underlying health issue. Um, so then the woman has the baby six weeks later, the OB is like, cool, you're, you know, not still bleeding and you seem to be alive. Great. Bye. And then go off into this land of early motherhood where they've got the pediatrician visit and the kids school and the kids stuff and the childcare and everything else that they need to do. And their own health gets completely forgotten for like five, 10 years. And so in the age group that you, that's listening, you know, this is your time to work with Parsley, work with a doctor like us, figure out what's going on underneath the hood. Or you're just like, okay, cool. I'm trying to get pregnant now. The newsflash is your OBGYN is amazing. She or he is not testing for this stuff. They are not proactively testing for the blood sugar issues, the autoimmune issues, the inflammatory issues, some of the genetic stuff. I mean, I think that part of the reason why I don't deal with all this stuff is probably just because I'm scared of getting pregnant again and then maybe losing it. And so that's why I procrastinate taking care of myself or like taking responsibility for anything. But this conversation has, I feel like, put a little pep in my step. And now a word from our brand partner. Gut health and probiotics are trending, but with everything labeled a probiotic nowadays, it can be so confusing. Like what is a probiotic really? And which one should you actually use? Seed is here to set the record straight with science. I am so excited to be working with Seed because Timmy has really sensitive stomach situations. I more recently, as I've gotten older and had Sunny, I've had some gut stomach situations, definitely bloating and seed has helped me so much. So not all probiotics are created equal. Let me tell you what is a daily symbiotic, which is what seed is. It's a broad spectrum two-in-one probiotic and prebiotic. It is a proprietary formulation of 24 distinct probiotic strains in scientifically studied dosages. And basically what it does is it supports benefits in and beyond the gut, including gastrointestinal function, skin health, heart health, gut immune function, gut barrier integrity, and micronutrient synthesis of vitamins B9 and B12. Now, I know this sounds like a lot of science, but it's really important because Although we can't see this, our gut is something really, really important to pay attention to, especially if you're having any of these symptoms, like I said, the bloating, the GI issues. Start a new healthy habit today. Visit seed.com slash withwit and use code withwit to redeem 20% off your first month of Seed's Daily Symbiotic. That's seed.com slash withwit and use code withwit. And now back to our chat. One more question and then I'm going to let you go. What do you do? What do you do to take care of yourself? So I have uh, two babies, a four-year-old and a 15-month-old who just talking in the background. And so since becoming a mom, I would say self-care has become my lifeline. Like three kids, it was like a nice to have. And I would think like, how could I justify 
that massage or that yoga class or that med- even like free meditation? Like how could I possibly have time? Like for- I don't really need it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Luxury. Um, and now those things are like, if I don't do this stuff, I'm going to die. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am, I'm getting massage tonight, which I'm really excited about. I don't do that that often, but that's like a special treat. And even if you did do it that often, like massages are something that people, I feel like they have a, a sort of negative connotation about something's like selfish or guilty pleasure, but it's so not a guilty pleasure. It's so necessary. It's so deeply healing to the body. Yeah. Touch actually mm-hmm. is deeply healing. Human touch is deeply healing, whether it's your partner or your friend, just putting their mm-hmm. hand on your back or your shoulder, that's deeply healing. It actually triggers the body into something called a parasympathetic state. So a rest, digest, relax, and heal state as opposed to fight or flight mode. So it can be a really powerful healing tool as proven in the medical literature. It's not just like woo woo. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, yoga and meditation, I meditate, I have meditation block at 9am on my calendar every day to meditate for mm-hmm. minutes Amazing. Uh, so that I don't like freak out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm the same. I, yesterday I, I treated myself to like a morning at this place called pause. They probably have places like this in New York. It's like a floating and a cryotherapy yeah. and sauna and the whole thing. And I was just like, I'm going for it. And I'm not mm-hmm. going to think about anything else on my to-do list. And then I felt like at the end of it, I was yearning to get back to sunny and my life and like motivated to do work. And it gave it like, it really does when you're done with those little self-help sessions, like you feel ready to get back into the mode. At least I do. It's like, it's time out for yourself, right? Like we've all been a kid, whether it's your kid or somebody else's kid, they just need a timeout because they like need to kind of deal with themselves for a minute Mm -hmm. in a steadier pace. And like totally in our go, go, go lives, especially with phones and computers, just, we never get a timeout and your body is actually designed to do well and to thrive and to reset itself and to heal itself when you give it those, I mean, this place is called pause. So good name, but like pauses. Yeah. Pauses. Yeah. So doing it isn't, you know, selfish or silly. It's actually restoring your own internal equilibrium and your ability and your own rhythms to be able to be healthy and then to be able to keep doing all the stuff that you're doing. Amazing. Well, thank you so much. Have a good day. Of course. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I'd love to hear what you think and anything more or even less you'd want to hear about. Tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. If you want to know more about what I'm up to, you can find me on Instagram at Whitney E. Port, my website, WhitneyPort.com, and my YouTube channel, Whitney Port. Peace in the streets.